regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features the show. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that is exactly the same every single week. And like every single week, my name is Gab Murphy and I'm joined by Joe Scribbles. Hi. And John Mark Blythe. Hello there. <laughs> I hate that voice. Oh, well, I'm going to, you better get used to it. Hello there. <laughs> Welcome to my D&D podcast. <laughs> Just me and some friends who I think you'll get along with as much as I do. And we earn $10,000 an episode <laughs> yeah. for it, unaccountably. Because <laughs> we have a coherent theme that people can sponsor, unlike <laughs> this load of tripe. Speaking of tripe, what you got for us today, Joe? <laughs> I have... A special appearance from the one, the only, the king of the bays, Ronnie O'Sullivan. Nice. Who's going to talk to you about some events in his life recently? Mm, No. Oh, yes. (laughs) Oh, wow. Gav really doesn't want to ask me what my feature is. He'd rather just go... (laughs) Uh, Actually, Log, that's wrong, because I was just about to do this. Log, what's your feature today? Oh, wow. Uh, Actually, Gav... Uh, my feature is about something annoyingly horrible that happened to me in the um, changing rooms. Entirely my own fault. But Gav, let me turn that around a quick 180 and say, what have you got for us? Ho, ho, ho! <laughs> I did not see that coming. I'm not prepared. But mm, maybe I could do a feature about a taxi ride that I had in Orlando, Florida. Ooh. Exotic. Comma, United States of America. Where the cheese pours like wine. So, maybe I could do that. I don't know. We'll see, I guess. <laughs> After jingle. this jingle. Yeah. <laughs> I used to save my files all I see. Now, baby, I don't. Some podcasts might send out an MP3, but RegFeeds just won't. Because if we did that, we'd have to answer to Papa Steve. Then he'd kick up a fuss and the podcast would end when he leaves. We're sending out web files. Some... Katrina and the Wavs. Uh, do you know what I was just looking at before we started recording? Go on. Well, you know that the GTA 5, 6 trailer is coming out soon? Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, but I started looking at Steve's news stories that he used to do on PC games mm. then whenever new screenshots for... Because like GTA 5 did this mad thing where like every Tuesday they would just drop like three screenshots or five screenshots or seven screenshots. And you pour over it. What does this tell us? What, what we can tell from today's drop? <laughs> yeah. So, so, and this is before, well, I mean, it was just as shit YouTube videos and series were starting as we saw at Future. Um, and, uh, but Steve was working on the news section of PC Games then and he, uh, he used to have to find silly and sillier ways. Well, he didn't have to. He could have just done it normally. Yeah, but, he, yeah. yeah but it's Steve. He, um, he did news stories for uh, GTA 5 uh, screenshots. Some of, the, some of the headlines. One headline was just three more Grand Theft Auto 5 screenshots. <laughs> didn't he used to just, didn't he used to hide himself in those pictures? Yeah, and then 
there's another one that just says, I have inserted myself into these 10 new Grand Theft Auto 5 screenshots. Can you can you spot me? And there's just pictures of him in various different things. like, And uh, the captions are, Drowning, pointing at sunset, the briny deep, chocks away, cheeky, f- cheeky fireman. Who, me? <laughs> Bay caught me sleeping. Gotta go fast. Uh, who done a Trump? Was it you, Tommy Versetti? I forgot your name. <laughs> I have a really then, visual memory of of uh, drowning in particular. I know exactly mm. what that screenshot with Steve looks like. There was one as well where you could just tell he couldn't be asked, so he just went... Uh, the screenshots have little to do with business, as far as I can see. One of them's got a plane in it. Surely that one belongs in the transport category. Anyway, come take a look at them before I actually lose my mind. Too late. <laughs> and then he's just got all the screenshots with no captions. And then at the at the bottom, he just says, here's what they look like upside down. <laughs> it's all the screenshots again. But they're all upside down. <laughs> and then one of them is just a horse. And he's put the car as the horse's head and says, and here's what a Grand Theft Auto 5 screenshot would look like if it were a horse. <laughs> Uh, and then he wrote a load of uh, he wrote a load of poems as well uh, to go with some of them and said there once was a drip feed campaign about which so many complained from this screenshot we've learned the Sanchez is confirmed but tomorrow we do this again (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Grand Theft Auto brings back paragliders and hopefully graphical sliders this looks way too nifty to be on 360 or on sony's playstation 3 either (laughs) (laughs) how good is that man so that's steve's funny we should yeah we should get him on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) ballon blanc ballon rouge ballon jaune ballon vert Ballon marron, ballon bleu, ballon rose et ballon noir. Hello, boys. Hello, I'm, there you. Hello, mate. I'm Ronnie O'Sullivan, the senior player. I'm highly <laughs> decorated. Right, I'm actually doing you quite a quite a big favour being here. I don't do podcasts. I barely do snooker anymore. Don't. <laughs> Just sort of live my life in a, like a lackadaisical ways, and um, but I thought I'd come in, just so I'd give you a little bit of my thoughts and that. Um, yeah, like I, I don't know how much you know about me though, as Ronnie O'Sullivan. Quite a lot. Do you? Hey, are you the one with the upside down glasses? No, that's that's that. Timmy Mallet. That's oh, yeah, Timmy right, Mallet. The he was going around smashing the fucking baser with his hammer. Yeah, and all the balls were inflatable. It was fucking rubbish. He <laughs> was shot. Ronnie, I, I saw I saw you running around Victoria Park once. Did you? Um, you might you? recall because I went, "Ah, yeah, you're right." And because I, I forgot who you were, I thought you were somebody that I knew. I do remember and that. Turned, I... And then and then when you run off, I was like, "Oh wait, that was Ronnie O'Sullivan, not someone I know." Yeah, that was the only person who's ever said "Aya" to me in public. So I actually remember that very vividly. Um, I didn't yeah, like you didn't it. Didn't look happy about it. I'll be honest. No, I'm really sorry. No, didn't like it. And I, I didn't know that before I came on podcast. Pretty pissed off about it, to be honest. But um, sorry for that. I mean, the thing to know about me, apart from my prodigious 
powers on a base is um yeah. i uh i give shit interviews all the time and i coat everyone off including do you, myself do you really fail to convey the genius of snooker yeah i hate it and i hate talking about it and i hate people talking that's why i didn't like this fucking rag at the bottom of my screen who shouted io in the park i thought i'd have to talk about the red bulls or something rubbish. do you think i was going to interview you yeah i thought you were coming over to ask me how i'd do a snooker which is what's your favorite confusing. ball ronnie <laughs> I, I was door stopping you in the park look i don't like that snookering is the term for the game and a technique in the game that's like if nutmegging yeah, was called footballing. That's fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and this is all goes... I just hate interviews. I gave a famous interview once where a guy asked me about the next generation of um, snooker players and I just said, they're all fucking rubbish. <laughs> I, just, I just stood there and just said they're all shit and didn't really back it up with any evidence and I came across like a big turd of a man. Um, are they rubbish though? Oh, they're shite. Absolutely. <laughs> well, there we are then. It's fine. They're fucking. Don't be half decent in a room above a pub, but I don't know about in the crucible, my my house. Because I live there <laughs> in the you crucible. <laughs> Your manner. That's my gaff. Um, but I gave an interview this week and I kind of wanted your thoughts on it because it's gone okay. down quite badly. Um, oh. So what I've done, I'm just going to say all the same stuff again. Um, And it might seem like there's a point in this interview where it's not what I said anymore, but it's (laughs) they they just cut it out. So here's this interview I gave. I just want your thoughts on my thoughts. Um, Mm. So basically I beat uh, Robert Milkins, um, but I was furious all the way through the game. I threw my cue down and stuff. People didn't react very well to it. They didn't like it. And I beat him, but I just kind of came out about pissed off about Snooker and that. So I thought when they asked me about it, I was like, well, just gave them my thought, my unalloyed thoughts on the game. (laughs) So here's what I said. I said, I had to grind out another win for my sins. It's a crazy game. Still torments me after 30 years. I thought he deserved to win. I couldn't feel anything. I was just all over the show. I haven't got a clue anymore. I don't understand how this game works. I gave up a long time ago. I just keep turning up and stinking out gaffes. I stunk it out today and I'll probably stink it out tomorrow. Mentally, it's hard for me. I'm not going to kill myself out there, but I still want to play. I just can't be bothered anymore. I just don't want it bad enough. That's the problem. I'm having to dig deep, whereas... When I was younger, I didn't have to dig deep. I was so hungry. No, I really don't care anymore. Competitive sport's hard. (laughs) It's not always about how good you are, it's about how much you want it. And I don't want it that much, because I've realised what I like more than snooker is pigeon eggs. I used to... (laughs) I used to be hungry for snooker, but now I'm just hungry for pigeon eggs. (laughs) <laughs> I eat about four or five pigeon eggs before every match now. The only thing that gets me through. Well, I started eating pigeon eggs because Stephen Endry swore down they make you better at snooker. I don't think they do, but that's all right. They're delicious. They taste sort of like normal eggs. It's nothing crazy, but because I can imagine a pigeon so well in my mind's eye, 
I think I like it more because I know what I'm stopping from coming to pass. Every egg I eat is one less pigeon that can be out there shitting on my nice cars that I have. And yeah, to keep up with my demand for pigeon eggs, I have obviously had to create a complex nesting system for pigeons to live in the forest outside my house, the crucible. So if anything, I've invited more (laughs) pigeons than ever into my life. But as far as I see it, they'd be out somewhere anyway, so bet the devil you know. Like I said before, I don't really understand how this game works anymore, and I do think that's because the pigeon eggs do it. They affect my brain. <laughs> I don't know if it's a placebo effect or if there's some kind of pigeon chemical in them, but when I eat them, I stop realising what snooker actually is. When I play snooker after all those pigeon eggs, I start thinking that snooker's a game about trying to crack pigeon eggs with a big stick. That's why I hit the ball so hard, because I want to crack all the eggs. They never crack because they're snooker balls. But I don't know that. And that's why I'm so angry all the time. I can't crack a single egg on that table. Makes me furious. All those eggs also make me do big, long farts, which accounts for why I'm stinking out gaffs all the time. My gaff guffs are absolutely massive and they stink badly. And I did say sorry about that to Milko today, but he didn't accept I tried to explain that it's because I eat pigeon eggs, but he was in the middle of a shot and got really pissed off and said I was trying to distract him. I wasn't trying to distract him. I thought I was being nice, and that made me (laughs) tense up and do another big Trump, and I got a fine. As it happens, (laughs) Trump is actually the name of another famous snooker player. Not sure if you know that, but he's actually the most angry when I do Trumps, which I don't really get. I think he needs to lighten up and eat some of my eggs. I gave him a whole box of pigeon eggs, but he sent them back with a note that said, stop putting muddy eggs outside my house. They're only muddy because I keep nicking all the nests around my house so the pigeons shit out their eggs directly on the forest floor. Makes it much easier for me to collect them. I don't know if Trumpo wants me to start climbing trees or something to get my eggs, but I think that's unrealistic. If Trumpo and Milko won't eat my eggs, that's fine. But they can't expect me to stop eating pigeon eggs. Do you... You want a pigeon egg? Go on. No? Yeah. Oh, no, this is the interview. I'm, I'm accounting oh. for the interview. <laughs> I didn't account for the fact that I'd be recounting it in character at the time I was wrote it. <laughs> anyway. Don't blame him for saying yes, though. You don't look a gift egg no, in I mean, now. they're good, aren't they? I've sold them. <laughs> oh, fuck it, More fool you. I'm going to eat pigeon egg one sec. Oh, that's good stuff, great pigeon. <laughs> Was I talking about? Oh, yeah, I hate snooker, even though I'm really good at it. I think I'm actually better at collecting and eating pigeon eggs, but you can't win medals for that, and I love medals. I made myself a rosette for being a top pigeon egg winner, but it weren't the same. (laughs) My wife said she don't get it, but I don't get her, because she won't eat my eggs, and neither will the kids. I think the kids get big and strong from all the pigeon eggs. Probably little beefcakes. They just run away when I charge at them with an armful of eggs feel so alone <laughs> or at least i did until i set up my online shop runny's runny runway which will sell you what i'm calling nfes or non-fungible eggs chuck me a tenner i'll assign an egg to you you don't get to keep it or hold it or nothing and honestly i'll probably feel the urge to eat it as soon as i lay my hands on the thing to scribble your name on the side but you can be safe in the knowledge that i ronnie o'sullivan have eaten an egg with jeremy or whatever on the side Ain't that enough for you? Ain't that what you want? 
Snooker's shit, ain't it? I wish I weren't so good at it. That way I could spend all my time on the eggs and spend all my money on the eggs and spend a penny in the toilet and know there's just egg coming out. <laughs> Fucking snooker shit game. And then I sort of just walked off. That was the end of the interview. <laughs> and people have reacted very badly to this interview, but I think it's charming. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you came off, came off pretty good there, Ron. I thought, you know, just give people an unvarnished look into the mind of one of the greatest sports people of the 20th and 21st century. But, you know, you can't say anything these days without people thinking you're making some sort of point. And I am making a point. It's, eat <laughs> fucking pigeon eggs like me and we'll all be better off. <laughs> Oh, I suppose, I suppose that's it then. My girl wants to meet her all the time, meet her all the time, meet her all the time. My girl wants to meet her all the time, meet her all the time. I can't watch any more of those fucking clips that people are putting out of that Elon Musk thing, whatever he was doing. Oh, what was it? Is it him just... Oh, it's just him being a cunt. I just want every time I see him, I was like, I just, I hate wishing harm on people. I hate that he make like. I just want to see someone give him a fucking kick in. I just, I just want to point out for the readers that yeah. Gav just said he hates wishing harm on anyone while he sits in front of a Zoom background <laughs> that says Thatcher is dead with people popping champagne corks. <laughs> yeah, but I, Context. I did kill her. <laughs> I fuck, man. But to be fair, the thing that is making me feel loads and loads better is every time I see Elon Musk, he looks more and more like Gary Oldman in the film Hannibal. So. <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. <laughs> he sounds what? like him as well. <gasps> uh, if you're not good to advertise on X, go fuck yourself, Cornell. <laughs> oh, do you think she's saying goodbye or hello? The best, the best performance in film history. It's a most unnecessary performance. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, guys! I went to Orlando, Florida recently. What? That's right. That's right. I was there visiting the best theme park in the world, Universal Studios, Orlando, Florida. <laughs> um, the theme park. Clip that out. Send it to the PR. You have to yes, say please. that. <laughs> yes, please. But while I was there, I also decided to go around Disney's Epcot. Do you know what that is? Because I didn't until two years got ago. A it's a golf ball in it. It's got a golf ball in it. So I always thought it was like a shite educational thing. No, it's the something prototype city of tomorrow, isn't it? It's the it's his idea exactly. of what everything should be like. No unions. All, everything you're saying, every, yeah, everything you're saying, shite educational shit. That's what I thought it was. Um, I thought it was like, oh, the world of tomorrow. Well, I don't care because I live in it. Walt, actually. Um, but actually, do you know what else is there? Golf ball. They have this golf ball. They have this big ring, right, that goes around this big bit of That's water. the golf hole it's that like the ball lake. goes into. <laughs> no, it's not a golf ball. Um, and they've done like mini versions of countries mm. that you can visit and go around. So it's like the Epcot World Tour or something. Um, so there'd be like 
a little, you go into Mexico and there'll be like some cool Mexican pyramids there and restaurants and cafes and bars where you can eat tacos and drink tequila and go on what is probably quite a not on ride. Yeah. I once um, went to the Canadian restaurant yes, at Epcot that's there. and had a beer, mm. bacon and cheese soup. And I farted for nine to ten days afterwards. And that's why it's the best park in the world. I'd say I want to know the recipe, but I think you just read out the recipe. (laughs) Yup. So then, uh, yeah, you can go to, like, Japan, and there's uh, dojos uh, and and the like, (laughs) and, like... Uh, and a place where you can buy Japanese food and like those cool frosty beers that they sell in Japan. Mm. And it's awesome. And basically, so when like what people do is they go there and they get fucked up. <laughs> they do like a big pub crawl around all the countries. And it's brilliant. Like it's one of my favorite things uh, to do. So I did it like, I did it two years ago and I did it this year. So our big plan, I went there with a couple of mates, and our big plan was to basically just one entire pub crawl, spend the entire day just getting fucked up in there. Um, it's great. Is this not frowned upon? Is there not, like, policemen who prevent you from getting no, 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 no. fucked up in a way that reflects badly on Walt? No. I thought this too, but it's actually a thing. It's not just... It, like, it's not like... They're like, this fucking booze everywhere, and it is a big thing. Like, people buy T-shirts, like, doing, like, the Epcot crawl and stuff like that like it wasn't just me <laughs> getting fucked up with a load of kids standing around me i swear <laughs> i swear um but yeah so obviously if you go there, like like anywhere in america though if you go there you've got to have id to buy booze right mm-hmm. so we get the uber to from our hotel to epcot you can see this is going fuck it takes 25 minutes we get there we're just about to go in and I realize I've left my ID in the house, in the hotel. So I'm like, fuck. So I say to everyone else, you go in. I'm going to scoot back to the hotel, pick up my ID, and then I'll be over, right? So I'm at the hotel waiting for the Uber. This Uber pulls up, and it's just this fucking ginormous truck uh, <laughs> with, a, with like a 55-year-old white guy called Tim sitting in the front. He looked a bit like Santa. Like he, was, he was quite a big dude, big, massive beard. And uh, obviously, I'm like, hit record on my phone (laughs) (laughs) straight away. Um, Now, separate to this, sadly, there's currently a huge lawsuit going on in Florida between its governor. I don't know if you know much about a fella called Ron DeSantis. Ronnie DS. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a good guy. He's quite disgusting, and he's quite homophobic. He's quite he's full he's out. everything phobic, really, yeah, isn't he's he? he's all in on the culture wars, isn't he? That's how he's trying to win over. Yeah, and sadly, I mean, he is the fucking governor of the entire state, so you'd think, well, how did he get into power? Well, that's because quite a lot of people in that state think the same thing as him, um, which is quite sad. So around the place, not loads, I will say, but that you did, I did spot... The odd one, you know, the odd sticker on a car that would go past, and I'd go, "That's not on, is it?" <laughs> Hang on, what's happened in there? Uh, and oh. shit like that. And like, it's it's pretty bad. He's, uh, but yeah, he's become like a sort of icon with Nazis <laughs> uh, and things like that, um, because he powerhoused his way um, to get this one bill which is now a rights act that now many people are called the Don't Say Gay 
uh, Act, which you might have heard of, is basically prohibits teachers in schools from having any discussion about sexual orientation yes. or gender identity uh, f- with kids from when they're fucking tiny all the way up until they're nine years old. So the guy, the guy is fucking grim. He's this rubber-faced loon <laughs> um, that has these just awful, awful things. And, you know, so he's been at this... Uh, He's in the middle of this lawsuit, though, with Disney, because Disney have just gone, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that We fucking own this state, motherfucker. Like, you, we'll talk about gay all the time. So Disney have really doubled down on it and just basically flooded their theme parks. I went in, a, in three different Disney theme parks, and there is fucking rainbow shit everywhere. Like, we got, like, Pride merch everywhere. Like, it is everywhere. Like, Disney have gone full on on it. Even, like, even if they even if they don't believe it, they're just like, we just hate this guy. It's fine. <laughs> like, they've, they've put loads of stuff there. And they're in the middle of this big lawsuit with him anyway. Because he's just like, can you get get all the gay shit out from Mickey's castle? And they said, no. We're actually going to put more gay shit in there. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, he keeps it. <laughs> and guess what? Goofy's gay and all now. <laughs> <laughs> and- <laughs> the old troop. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, do you know what? They're all fucking doing that. They're, 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 fuck you, DeSantis. <laughs> Who's your favourite one? Hercules? Yeah. He's fucking trans. So what do you think about that? <laughs> Welcome to the Polly Parade, DeSantis. <laughs> so, but you do, like, this thing is like, I did see quite a lot of, like, DeSantis is fucking great. Stickers and flags and shit everywhere. Um, and it's not on and you know so I was kind of I was I wasn't like on edge or anything being in there because we just spent we spent all our times in these theme parks which is full of really really lovely people but anyways but I get in this Uber you're in a truck at the minute mate that's the thing I'm in a big old truck and I'm I'm not joking now right there's so many American flag stickers inside this truck Inside oh, some stars and stripes, inside. or maybe the uh, Confederates. No, no, stars and stripes. No, stars and stripes. <laughs> okay. It's just stars and stripes. Okay. But I don't know. I just don't get. A, I mean, also, I'm I'm looking at this guy. And I'm like, I'm not getting a good feeling. Um, so I I put on my recording straight away. Uh, and like this, I'm gonna I'm gonna play some clips from these recordings, right? Um, and this is this is me getting in the car. And this is literally what he says to me within like fifteen seconds of me being in being in the car, right? No. So we can have clip number one. This is literally—I haven't edited this. This is how that first conversation went. Having a good day. Nice holiday. Yeah, man, really good. Although I got all the way to Epcot with my buddies and then realized didn't have my ID. Oh, all the way back. Really. Yeah. So you so did you have to take an Uber all the way back here just to catch another one back? That's right, mate. That's oh. right. So Uber there this morning and then forgot my ID, Uber back. So there we go. Although speaking of ID, I'll tell you a really funny joke. You know, yeah. There, there's a whole bunch of redneck jokes about like uh, <laughs> where a um, widow or, or, or a woman, her husband was killed in an accident, but she had to wait before she before she turned 13 right. before she could inherit the trailer <laughs> or other stuff like that or. Um, I can't remember half of them, but the one is about uh, Alabama State Trooper pulls a man over yeah. and says, you got any ID? He says, about what? No, it's actually very sad because it yeah. is definitely a reflection on the American uh, education system, but, you know, we won't go there. Any ID? ID about what? <laughs> yeah, I've never heard that, so that's good. 
<laughs> so it, that is literally like 15 seconds of going in. He just starts on Reddit. And like, I don't, I don't really know what's going on. I've known this guy like 15 seconds and he's telling me jokes, taking the piss out of, you know, rednecks and stuff. And I, I don't even know if that's all right to say rednecks. I, I, I meant to check before recording this, but I didn't and I haven't. So, um, <laughs> but he keeps going on about rednecks and he keeps, you know, and then he starts in with a load of stuff about uh, the his favorite comedy show is the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. And he said, like, oh, they had some really good redneck jokes. And then that sounds then like the just, 70s UK show, The Comedians, doesn't it? He <laughs> like, does. That's exactly what I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was like Bernard Manning and stuff like that. Um, but then he just goes off on this other, like, he just goes off on this big, like, other redneck jokes thing. So this is, this is the second clip now. A lot of great old redneck jokes. You, you know Jeff Foxworthy from the Blue Collar Comedy Tour? Okay, yeah. And he taught, you know, his, his whole shtick before the Blue Collar Comedy Tour was you might be a redneck if. Right. Right. Now, way back in the day, somebody else made an entire subgenre of you might be a redneck, but it's Star Wars related, so you might be a redneck Jedi. Right. And the fact that I can remember so many of them, yeah, and also means that I've forgotten so many more. Like, if you've ever pictured Leia, Princess Leia, in Daisy Duke shorts, yeah, you might be a redneck <laughs> Jedi. They said if you've ever asked R two D two to use his self defense mechanism to light the barbecue grill, you might be a redneck Jedi. If you've ever used the Force to get yourself a beer from the fridge, you might be a redneck Jedi. Yeah. If you've ever mowed your front oh god and found a land speeder, you might be a redneck Jedi. And my, my, my most favorite is, if you've ever heard someone say, shoot, Luke, I'm your father and your uncle, you might be a redneck Jedi. The fact that I can hey. remember five of them yeah, yeah, yeah. is bad because there's probably so many more. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the fact that I can remember five of them is weird, but you weren't saying them in response to anything. That's just five things you always fucking say to no matter what this occasion. I like his classy yeah. music in the background. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, it sounds like he's got his there, own yeah. theme tune. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it sounds like he's listening to the University Challenge theme tune on a repeat. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like he's put like a little bed underneath his chat and it's like a little radio bed. Yeah, so like at this point, I'm like I'm not. I wouldn't say like I'm uncomfortable, but this is just like a man talking at me in a truck, in a giant truck full of American flags, and there's flags on the outside, flags on the outside, uh, inside, and he's just talking at me about you know in quotation marks rednecks. I, I you know and. I'm worried that, like, the pity chuckles that I'm giving him... Oh, yeah, that's enough. He can tell the pity. It's going to get him angry. Yeah, no, 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 no. no, no. I, I, like, him on. <laughs> yeah, I'm just worried that he's actually going to take that as a sign that I think that it's okay to take the piss out of maybe an entire group of people or subculture, and then he's going to... And then he's going to take a thing off the deep end. I don't know. I, but I wasn't feeling great about the situation anyway. Um, but I'm also on high alert because I've seen, like... Low, like I was as we're driving there, I seen like these big billboards for DeSantis and stuff, being like, "This is this guy's great." So I don't know. It's just like I'm just not feeling great by myself anyway, and I'm also really hungover and also really jet lagged. But I'm on high alert anyway, and then so maybe I'm even like a little bit like pre annoyed, but also cross with myself that I'm not like uh, like because I don't I don't know what a redneck is or anything, but I'm crossing myself that I'm not just like 
all right, leave it, mate. I don't care. Don't take the piss out of people. Maybe I should say, maybe I should say that. I don't know. Anyway, then something comes on the radio, right? And he goes, oh, I've got to turn this up. It's my boy. And then says a name. And now the name, and the name to me sounds like Trump, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that he's, that Trump has just come on the radio and he says, sorry, I just need to turn this up. You can't really hear it in the recording. It's my boy Trump, right? So I, I'm like, well, if he's going to start talking about Trump, I'm, this is where I'm going to be like, no, fuck you. Like, that's absolutely not happening. So, but this is this is this clip. Well, right now, apparently, he's just a tweet. Yeah. yeah. Trump man, Trump is talking to me. Uh, the, the what's that? Not, not Trump. Not Trump. He's not on the radio, is he? Preston Trumbly is the guy oh, that's on XM Select Radio. Oh, I think you meant Trump. <laughs> no, God, no, 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 not Trump. No, 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 no. That, that shit doesn't play in my truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Ah, there you Big go. sigh of relief where he just goes, that shit doesn't play in my truck. Oh, so now we've, oh. we've unlocked happy times. It's going to be... Tim, Tim, Tim. Who's Preston Trundle? I'm not... Preston Trembly? <laughs> or Trembly? I think Tom, Preston. Yeah, it's a war... It's like a very, very old-fashioned children's entertainer. <laughs> so I think from what I could gather, he's like a DJ or something of the... Sh- radio station that he likes to listen to. Mm. I thought that he was going to be a Trump supporter. Turns out that he's not. Can we get clip number four, please? Uh, did you see the fact that there were Nazis out here in Orlando on on Saturday? On Saturday? Yes. Right around the corner here at Disney Springs. What? what the yep. hell and you? up in my neck of the woods in Seminole County. Oh my. What were they doing? Uh, out there talking loud, spewing hay, giving Hitler slits and stuff like that. You know the kind of shit that wouldn't fly in Germany? Yeah. And unfortunately, even though I am a firm believer in the only good Nazi is a dead Nazi, I'm yeah. not judge, jury, and executioner. Uh, and I have yet to get a high-powered sniper rifle. But we, uh, when, <laughs> let's put it this way. I'm not going to say anything that would possibly incriminate me or whatever. But, yeah. yeah um, I don't want to meet them with violence. But, you know, if a hot piece of lead flying at over 1,500 feet per, per second, you know, happened to rip through their skull, I can't say I would be terribly upset by it. Um, yeah. Oh, this guy's just getting better and better. So he wants Nazis dead. <laughs> my God. By the last Which clip, like. we are going to be in... If you're not sucking them off by the last clip, I want to know why, yeah. Gav. <laughs> so, yeah. So by this point now, I'm you know I'm starting to feel bad about myself because I'm just like, why did you do that? And I'm going to put you both at ease because I know neither of you like feeling awkward. It, it, it doesn't turn bad. Good. At all. It doesn't turn bad at all. It just gets nicer and nicer and nicer, as Log says, until I am rimming it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so this is a nice, another nice clip. Um, number five, please. Well, the unfortunate problem is they are emboldened by our governor. Yeah. There was a bill introduced last year or so yeah. that has been dubbed the Don't Say Gay Bill. You see, you can tell by my rainbow shirt <laughs> that I am a supporter of the LGBT. I'm not a member. Fantastic, man. Fantastic. I'm actually an ally. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so what you can't see there is oh. he flipped he flipped down his visor and there was just a big sticker over uh, like over the entire visor. I didn't get a photo of it sadly, and it was just a big rainbow uh, and it just said, "I am an ally." <laughs> and it, it really looked like you made it himself as well, yes. which is just adorable. Fucking love that. So also, good. That's such a Tobias funky. I am anally yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like it was so nice. So then he's, you know, he's just 
Tim then is just having a really lovely time just telling me all the nice things um, that he believes. Uh, so let's get this next clip. The conservatives think that teachers are out there teaching people, oh no, you know, boys have a penis, girls have a vagina, but it's okay for boys to want to wear, you know, they're yeah, trying yeah, to say yeah. it's okay to be, you know, no, it's, it's not what's happening no, at all, is The it? left yeah. does not want the straight kids to become gay. No, yeah. we want your kids who are pretending to be straight, who are gay, to be able to come out safely and be not, not be persecuted and not be abused and, yeah. Yeah, and, exactly. and all this sort yeah. of stuff. And, the problem is some of these idiots out there have gotten these ideas so twisted. No, there are not litter boxes in schools for kids who think they're cats. <laughs> I, I, I really want to look at them and go, are you really that fucking stupid? Yeah. Tim's going off. He, I Tim is going Tim's the boy, off. man. I know. And I've just been looking at pictures it? of Preston Trombley, his favorite guy as well. And like... Yeah, just a network of cool dudes. <laughs> is he real? Is Preston Trombley who he was? Who he was? Preston yeah. Trombley is a a real dad looking guy. <laughs> is he? A, what is he? A radio DJ? He's an American musician and broadcast right. personality. He hosts Sirius XM's Symphony Hall Classical Musical Channel, which is why oh, that's what it is. That's my boy, yeah. Trombley. Good find. Good find. Good find. Good find. Um, yeah. So then he's just he plays the Trombley phone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's just laying out uh, how he, you know, how he likes to spread the word of acceptance every day from his Uber, uh, and also how there shouldn't be separate bathrooms so that trans people can feel safe. So let's listen to the penultimate clip, please. That instead of having to worry about what junk somebody has between their legs, yeah. that okay, they just need to go to the bathroom. We're so worried about what genitals they have that. Why does it matter? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's bonkers, isn't it? But anyway, the Don't Say Gay Bill is basically saying that teachers are not allowed to address LGBTQ issues. Yeah. So much to the point that if a child is questioning their sexuality or sexual attraction or whatever, and they say to a teacher something about that, the yeah. teacher now has to report it to their parents. Well, not all kids... Yeah, safe coming out point. to their parents and all this other stuff like that. Oh, I wish Tim was my parent. Tim, man. You can tell how chill you've become as well. Like, your voice is so yeah. different from the first clips. <laughs> yeah. It's like how my voice is talking to you lot. That's yeah. what it is. Like. <laughs> your teeth are so ungritted. Uh, but this is, this, is, this, this is the last clip with me and Tim. And, you know, I have felt bad about it because I got in the truck and I genuinely, and I obviously recorded it thinking I'm having a showdown with a fucking awful man now and actually it turned out to be one of the nicest ubers i've ever had so that actually shows me doesn't it yeah. so who's the real nazi is it me <laughs> <laughs> i think it might be <laughs> yeah so if you are an Nazi, uh, oh god do you want me to play the eighth clip gav now we've established you're a nazi <laughs> yes this please, is you me. doing a speech yeah <laughs> <laughs> Boss, I hope you have a good day. Enjoy oh, your man. time. Thank you so much. Uh, I highly recommend the Guardians of the Galaxy oh, ride. I'm going to try to get on now. Yeah. Oh, it is a fucking thrill. Amazing. I have not experienced pure joy, like childhood <laughs> joy, yeah. until a few weeks ago when I went on that. Yeah. I was grinning ear to ear, laughing. Oh, yeah. it was so amazing. Ah, um, uh, thanks, man. I'll uh, check that out. I could have stayed in here all day talking to you. It was amazing. Well, if you think I've earned one, I appreciate a five star review. Hundred <laughs> percent, man. Tell your friends about me. Tell them the loud fat guy who talks too much. <laughs> Take care, fella. Thanks, guys. All right, man. 
Oh, oh lovely man. I'm going to give him a 5% tip. And that's how I'm an ally. No, I'm going to give him a really good tip, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I man. forgot that I said that as well until today when I was listening to it all back. I, to be fair I want it known as well to Americans I didn't give him a 5% tip I gave him the 20% tip thing because I think 5% is basically you might as well fucking <laughs> spit in his face <laughs> it was not it was a good roller coaster of emotions for me because I went in thinking I'm gonna get in a fight <laughs> um, and then got out thinking I want to fight Nazis yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly Wait to be in love with someone you can't even see. It makes me feel quite yeah. deep. <laughs> I, th- I think you. I think you would be as well. He was quite hot. Hey, that's it. Now I'm not deep anymore. I'm just just a randy old dog. <laughs> <laughs> creative endeavor for me today i'm simply going to tell you what happened to me in the changing rooms of the virgin gym this week Ooh. Um, so a gym for virgins i'm finishing them i've seen videos of you <laughs> no actually there is a, it is in our gym there is tales if you talk to anyone in the local gay bar they say oh is that the one where they all Bum in the sauna, and I'm like, well, not when I'm in there. They don't. I wonder if they all just. Whenever I walk in, you just hear an audible slurp, a pop, and everyone sat there dead frigid. <laughs> <laughs> you. Fair, I say I say that to you because my my knowledge of what goes on in gay places is uh, comes all from you. Yeah. So, and I want to hear it all. A lot so of slurps, a say, lot of pops. <laughs> Yeah. Just, Anytime you say you're going anywhere, uh, if you're like, oh, where are you going, Liddles? It's not the Liddles where they fucking bump in the middle aisle. <laughs> you're like, no, Gav, no, it's not. I'm just imagining Log emerging through the steam of a sauna with a massive shitty grin and then it immediately going, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, You might get, I don't know. You can see in there. I suppose the steam room's a little bit more, I don't know, that's a bit more. <laughs> Gorillas in the misty. I don't know. Was that, is that were they hiding? Were the gorillas hiding in the mist? I don't know. They how were it hiding works. big old cocks in the mist. No. The gorillas being discreet in the mist. Is gorillas in the mist about that? The lady who goes and shags them. What? Is what's her name? Diane Fossey. Yeah, and she's just mad for gorilla <laughs> cock. <laughs> was she, no, but is it? Wasn't it? No, there wasn't. Was she all right? You think about the woman who <laughs> fucked a bear in the book Bear? <laughs> That's true. No, I'm thinking about a Simpsons episode where a lady is looking after gorillas, but she's sending them down the mines to get diamonds. <laughs> right. <That's laughs> and then I've gone, oh, Diane Fossey rimmed the gorilla. Yeah, 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 yeah. It all it works. It makes sense. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Short term gain, long term cost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lots of new listeners and immediately get taken to court. <laughs> oh, fantastic. This is, um, yeah, I might as well carry on. I've got five words into my feature and it's already taken five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I get to Virgin Gym and my usual locker in my usual bay of lockers is taken. So after rolling my eyes and going, I look for another locker. 
I search for one with two empty lockers to either side of it, thus reducing my chance of later having to brush thighs against some muscular brute as we rasp our taints dry with big fluffy towels. In the end, I decide to go with something a little different. A locker at the very tip of the bay, next to the, an aisle locker, right next to the corridor that links all the different locker bays. This is a brand new location for me. It's like I'm a new person. Bolder. Braver. With a confident smile, I secure my locker with one of my brand new little combination locks. They came in a two-pack, one black and one red. Presumably, so you could have two codes without getting them confused. That's quite clever, I thought, referring more to myself for thinking of this reason than the padlock manufacturers who might not even have thought of it themselves. I also cleverly leave the bottom two digits of my lock unrotated to help me identify my locker in the unlikely but entirely possible event of completely fucking forgetting where I'd put my stuff. I know what I'm like. That's why I take these steps to mitigate my own shitness. Mine is a foolproof system. I go upstairs and I do my exercises. I do them because it is nice to remind yourself where you end and the infinity of everything else begins. If I don't do exercise, I can feel like I'm leaking out like a lumpen toot. Today includes deadlifts. So I brought my bag up with me with my wrist straps in. That's because I have flimsy hands like twiglets crammed into a Viennese whirl. After a very impressive period of time to be in the gym, I am done. That means I can have a Greg's festive bake on the way home and Stuart never needs to know. As I trudge through the changing rooms, I remember, I've got my shampoo in my bag with the wrist straps. I can just head straight to the showers, saving time. I've also got new bone conduction headphones, which are waterproof, so I don't have to worry about fucking them up in the shower. This is great news because I must never not be listening to things. I finish showering. The man in the showers with Tourette's is not there today, which is a shame. I started to piece together the story of his life from the less mumbled snippets of his verbal tics. So far, I've gathered there's someone in his life he considers a bitch. But recently, I've got two exciting new snippets. It's not about the money. Eventually followed by, I give it all away. (laughs) (laughs) I'm determined to get to the bottom of that man. He sounds rich and disillusioned with women. (laughs) (laughs) I finish showering whilst watching Midnight Mass on my phone, which is perched on the shower gel container. The first crinkle in my otherwise textbook gym sesh. My towel isn't in my bag. That's not normal. Think back. Did you pick up a towel at reception? Yes. It was a new guy and he asked if the towel was on my membership. Yes, it is, I replied, with a wan smile that implied, if you dare ask me that again, I will take this all the way to Branson. (laughs) It's not a problem. That means my towel is in my locker with my coat, shoes and glasses. Yes, because I took my bag into the gym area today and I didn't want my bag to be too bulky, so I put the towel in the locker. This all makes sense. I'm not an idiot. However, I am not walking naked back to my locker. That is madness. That means I have to put my wet kit back on. My kit is wet because I take it into the shower with me and stomp it while I wash. It's a great way to clean it. It's still warm for the shower. It's nice. I go to the gym around 3pm when it's quiet. By the time I get out of the shower, it's really filling with the post-work crowd. My bay is thick with men. 
I edge towards my usual spot, and after a flash of panic when I see it's empty, I remember I used a different locker. One with two empty lockers either side of it. Of course, it's busy now, so they're all taken. That's not a way of finding it. So I look for my padlock. Only, this is the first time I've used my brand new padlock. I have no strong idea of what it looks like. I could at least narrow it down by looking for the colour. You'd think. But in this bay, there's a single brass key lock, a black padlock with yellow detail, and they're just ships in a sea of red and black. And I don't even know whether mine's red or black because I've got both fucking colours in the two-pack and I can't work out which one I used. (laughs) Now you, being attentive... (laughs) will remember that I placed it in the end locker and left the bottom two digit unchanged. It was, as you will recall, a foolproof system. There's only two drawbacks to this. My confidence has been knocked now, and I couldn't be further from the thought processes of the bold daredevil who chose that aisle locker. I'd never make myself get dressed near a corridor. I'm a corner guy. I point my filth into the corner, and I put my pants on under my towel. The other drawback is there are so many men here. I'm peering between men of every size and physique who've all got their own business going on, and it's weird to approach people like that. I improvise a quick way to explain the situation in as efficient a way as possible without making it awkward by over-explaining. And that is how a man in inexplicably wet clothing shambled towards a large group of semi-nude men and said, I'm sorry, I don't know where I am. That was, to my credit, coupled with a circular finger gesture that, to me, implied the addition of the words, one of these lockers might be mine. But I didn't know how long it took me to realise that the finger motion didn't actually convey those words. So I decided to say, I mean my locker. It could have been anywhere between one second and my entire life. But after you've just told a group of men with their trousers half off that you don't know where you are, it's time to go and sit in the toilet and give it five minutes. <laughs> I like that th- these people have obviously heard the Tourette's guy as well. And this person who's fucking coming to the gym with onset dementia. <laughs> dementia. And now it's just like, where are you going to the gym? Also, in like a, a hostel. Also imagining just seeing this guy. He says, I don't know where I am. Does a circular finger gesture. Says, <laughs> like I'm casting a little spell. Woo, yeah, I don't know yeah. where I am. Woo. <laughs> says, my locker. And then walks immediately to the toilet. To the toilet. <laughs> so just sit on the toilet and have a word with himself. Well, they don't all just arrived. They're not going to be there for long. I knew I could wait it out. <laughs> In, whilst in the toilet, I give it five minutes, like I say. Um, I hear the familiar grunts of the man with Tourette's. He's arrived at last. And, by the, <laughs> and um, go back to the bay. It's emptied out. Only now, I've second-guessed myself so much that I've no idea even which bay it's in. So I walk between them all, looking from one to another, before realising... That I had. Lock, got... you look so stressed telling the story. I've got not, to tell people. It's horrible. <laughs> you look so stressed. I'm reliving it, man. This is this is a horrible, like panic-stricken <laughs> day. But the, my salvation comes when I realise I've got a tri- a tile tracker in my wallet. I can find it with that. So I go back to the shower cubicle because that's where I'd left my phone, and notice that the guy with Tourette's doesn't actually have the shower on. He's just standing there. This is for future investigation. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I so I grab my phone from the shower and start um walking around. The tile tracker in my wallet isn't loud enough to hear, 
it's ringing, but I can't hear it. But I do get the strong, very strong readings from it as I move around. So I end up using my phone like a PK meter and pressing my ear against the lockers, and people are kind of walking past and looking at me doing this. Oh, my God. And they just walk past the bay to find another one. I'm still, remember, very wet, and I'm also quite cold now. The warmth of the shower's gone, and I'm shivering, and I'm listening to all the lockers in the gym. It's a pretty fucking solid deterrent. Like, if you, It's the gym equivalent of pretending to sneeze if it looks like someone's going to sit down next to you. On the plus side... You are still getting to listen to things all the time. So that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's fucking horrible. I can't actually tell you the amount of times I examined every padlock except my own because I it was just a place I'd never go. And also, I couldn't tell the numbers because they were facing the wall because it was so, the lock was so close to the wall. I couldn't see the numbers. That everything worked against me. And I, if I can't get this, I can't get a taxi. I can't get into my... I can't get a taxi because I'm wet. I can't get into my car because the keys are in there. I know the things are here because it's registering on my tile, but I know it isn't here because I've tried every single locker in the tile's very strong zone except for that locker because I know I'd never use that locker. Eventually, out of just a... Sh- I do try the locker and the mix of... Sp- fucking self-directed fury and unadulterated relief when the padlock drops open was so so overwhelming I gave out a little yelp and a gasp and I held the padlock above my head like a trophy. The man in the bay who'd been helping me a bit gave me a thumbs up. Don't patronise me, you hot drive prick! I shouted at him. (laughs) Eventually, I got back to the car. I take my headphones off. I take my headphones off and, um just try to get my shit together. And that's when I realised that bone conduction earphones are precisely as loud when you're not wearing them as they are when you're not. So I think back to the scene I was watching in the shower, and it was when Bev Keen, the town zealot, was screaming at someone about Jesus. So with a little bit of timing today, a third person in the showers could have been stuck between a man shouting bitch and someone having a really angry prey. <laughs> And that, but there's one thing that I've got to be thankful for, though. If I had had my towel, I could have used it as a privacy screen and been watching very audible porn on my phone. It could have been worse. (laughs) 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 Anyway, that's what I've written in support. uh, That's what I've written for my GP in support of my ADHD diagnosis. Um, So, can can I have some drugs, please? I'd give you some drugs if you wanted, oh, even if I didn't think that. I'd be like, what do you want, mate? Wanna... That's great. You look really stressed. You probably need drugs. Oh, we can skip the diagnosis. <laughs> he needs some in. Look at him. <laughs> um, there, was a, oh. Oh, there was a couple of lies in there, though. I did not call the man a hot prick. I just, we guessed yeah, that. And also, the second lie was that I didn't just try out two bays. I, I completely blanked on my locker location and had to try every bay. <laughs> like I was like a haunting. <laughs> Mind you, there was two. The one thing I do like that is that there was there is one bay where everyone's combination lock was changed to my combination when they came back, and I'd like to think if they all noticed that they probably didn't notice it, but if they all noticed it, that would have been a mystery for everyone, wouldn't it? <laughs> what was what was the third lie? You said there was three lies. 
Oh, let me scroll back. I didn't take... Oh, God, there was one. <laughs> You've never been to a gym. <laughs> <laughs> Look, have you seen me? I've never been... <laughs> Did you ever buy yourself a beanie? An name to please the queen. You can fly in and out of beehive with a beanie. Well, uh, Steve isn't here. <laughs> He's in Tenerife. Um, and we don't know really now how to do the B names without him. So. <laughs> He's too powerful. <laughs> so, so we're not gonna. Um, but he can't be mad at us because we spent 10 minutes at the beginning of the podcast talking about how great he used to be when he worked for a, a website, PC Games N. I miss um, PC Games N, Steve. <laughs> so do I. Because uh, he was like half sad, half great um, but he, he, like this thing he was one of the first people this is how fucking old we are by the way this, he's one of the first people I knew in games to work for like a big website but from home mm. wow so I, and I remember like just going to his to record the podcast and he's just there in his house and I'd be like what have you done today and he's like I've literally written one story. Oh, that's been very kind. Most of the time, he hadn't done fuck all during the day. Yeah, <laughs> I, I always, I always used to remember. Like uh, this is how I, was, I love Steve, but he would te- he would talk about how little he'd done, not with any kind of like pride. No, <laughs> no, with a sense of panic, like, a dawning panic. Yeah, <laughs> but then he would also talk about his uh, his boss at the time, who was. Like a young guy that we all work with at Future. And he'd be like, oh, fucking so-and-so. And I'm going to say his name. I can't be asked. Um, so-and-so is fucking having a go at me. says, saying I haven't done anything. I was like, <laughs> you've just gone on to me about 10 minutes about how you've done fuck all today. Yeah, I know. But he doesn't know that, does he? <laughs> I was like, well, he does. Because if you've not posted anything today, that's a pretty good sign that you've done fuck all. <laughs> He's like, yeah, they have metrics. But he's like, yeah, but he doesn't know I'm not working on something big. I was like, I I think he's got a fucking idea, Steve. I've gone deep undercover for three years to uncover. (laughs) I'm embedded. I'm doing some embedded journalism. He was like, no, No, you're in bed. (laughs) Yeah, you're in bed. It's different. It's like I walked past Rocksteady today, didn't I? He's like, yeah, to get sandwiches. Like it's not the same thing. Um but yeah, Steve's great. He knows how to do the B names. We don't. But uh that that shouldn't stop you from going to patreon.com forward slash regular features and supporting us because not only do you get a B name, you also get access to the Discord, which we've called the Beehive, mm. just for a little bit of fun. Just a little bit of fun. Just a little bit of fun. <laughs> and in it, there's such channels as books. Um, <laughs> you say it's a little bit of fun, but we do take it very seriously. <laughs> we do. There's a channel about books. The, there's a channel Gav, where... There isn't what? a channel about books. I think you're looking isn't at it? your other Discord. <laughs> no, there used to be a channel about books in the Beehive, I'm sure. No, Maybe we got wasn't. rid of it. There's, there's, there's it one was. called the Not Book Club where they listen to an old episode and talk to each other about it. There you go. The word that, book it features, that's the, that's, but you clearly... That's what I meant. Um, <laughs> 
there's also a channel where people pretend to be bees in a hive. RPB. We did do that, didn't we? Yeah. RPB. Yeah. What was that? That's real. There's also a behind the scenes where we post up images whilst we're from when we're recording. Um, Joe has taken a picture of Log looking stressed and <laughs> me sitting in front of a thing that says Thatcher is dead. So you can you can lie, you can fact check all the things that we've said about the visuals of the podcast by going to the behind the scenes um, group. But yeah, you can get all that by supporting us on patreon.com forward slash regular features. Also, you get the warm and fuzzy feeling of knowing that you make a podcast exist. And the nice, nicest thing about the Discord is someone from the Discord has sent another person from the Discord's dog a little t-shirt with oh. Smell the Well, which is one of our Ashling sent, we've got honey at home. Uh, there's oh. a picture of his little dog. Oh, yeah. In a t-shirt. Oh, what? So join that. Join that sense of community. Why wouldn't you? I want that t-shirt for my dog. <laughs> also, you just look across the classic episode chat section, yeah. and it is a mixture of people asking what episodes a line they remember is from. And then you yeah. scroll up a little bit, and it's Steve suggesting fancy vegan cheese. No one else is doing that shit in their Patreon-exclusive discords. No. <laughs> Fantastic. It's amazing. Uh, but there we go. That's another episode of the Regular Features Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much to all of the bees for making it possible. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Oh, thank you. Regular Features. I'm just wondering how big a pigeon egg is. Is it just popping in one go or do you have to fry it? Oh, it's somewhere between like quail and a cricket ball. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and do you, do you eat shell and all, is eat, it? Yeah, I was going to say shell and all. Well, not like a, a mini egg. Pig. <laughs> I don't eat a shell. Are you How do you prepare them then? <laughs> just like, just, How do I do you, prepare them? Do you put it they in your come mouth in and then gob case. the shell out? No. I'll stick a index finger through the side <laughs> and then I lick it off. Get that little bit of albumen out. And then I just sort of that, knock shake, it in my mouth. Shake it like a against tomato, my teeth. glass tomato sauce bowl. Shake exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then when you've got the shell at the end, you can do anything with it. You know, tarmac your drive or something. I don't know. I haven't done anything with them yet. Ronnie, are you are you aware of the uh, interview? video series hot ones where people eat chicken wings no you ever thought about having a hot egg what's the well yeah don't don't worry about that then if you don't know what it is but what, what is if we got Shit. you a load of eggs wait they're hot they're <laughs> hot as in heated or spicy stolen or funny <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> man that's interesting <laughs> we'd be up for that yeah i think i would actually Anything to get the name of eggs out of there. That's the next live show sorted then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>